Welcome everyone to Balls on the Pitch. My name is Hassan Sif and with me, as always, is Karim Hassan. Uh, I say as always, although I did record a solo episode last episode. Um, so that's what, <laughs> but that's, that's only because I was busy yes. and I, I sort of like yes, went life. MIA on you. <laughs> well, no, I mean, let's say, let's just say that life forced us to go MIA on each other and that's, that that, is very that's true. what happens sometimes. And um, it does. It's going it to happen does. again. Like, we're not going to lie to you. <laughs> but uh, we do, we do the best we can and uh, we appreciate everyone who listens. Um, but there are yes, some very important uh, recent events and uh, upcoming events that we want to discuss. The first thing we want to talk <laughs> about is the Community Shield, uh, which is happening next Saturday. I mean, we, we have to talk about it because you, you support Arsenal, I support Liverpool. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's, it's yeah. kind of like it had to happen. It's kind of the theme. And really. this is the reason why. <laughs> yeah, right? I, 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 like, I, I was like, oh, I've been forgetting Hasina. I've been forgetting Hasina. I, like, I've, I've gone too long MIA. I yeah. can't keep doing this. I need to, like, message him. Yeah. Because, like, the, the community shield is coming up and we're playing each other and we have to report something. So, like, yeah, there we are. Ta-da! I mean, I was just silently stewing like, oh, Karim, you're costing me $20,000 just by not posting this podcast. And I was like, oh, he's costing me $0 because we're not making anything. So so, so it was all fine. And, and as long as we get something out before the game and uh, people get exactly. to see what we think, exactly. then, then, I, then yeah. it's all happy, all happy times. Um, <laughs> you know, like this podcast thing is uh, on a slight tangent. It's super weird because uh, as someone who edits them all the time, you just... I've already I'm already bored of hearing myself, so I'm just hoping that the <laughs> listeners don't uh, don't share that. Uh, but if they do, I'm sure they'll let us know. You know, listeners are very yeah, very vocal, absolutely. very vocal. The listeners exactly, exactly. <laughs> leave leave a comment below. Leave a exactly. comment below. Tell us what you think. <laughs> um, if it's positive, leave it below. If it's negative, yeah, just go away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you could DM it if it's negative, just so that the, no one else. Yeah, sees. exactly. We 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 like we like criticism. Yeah, we, we, feedback. We Feedback's what's, good. What's, Feedback is good. What, yeah. Constructive criticism yes. is what it is. Yes. We, we like constructive criticism. If, if you're going to come with negativity, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Come with positive criticism. Yeah. And then they're going <laughs> to be those, all of uh, those guys that like to walk, walk the line and like say a negative thing, but it's a joke. And it's like, can you figure out how subtly this is a joke, but also, uh, <laughs> but also an insult? So we appreciate that as well. Um, but yeah, So definitely. let's discuss uh, the, sh- the Community Shield Arsenal um, after yes. disappointing. And for much of the the season and then getting uh, Arteta to replace Unai Emery. And I um, obviously had a lot of opinions about that and and how Mm -hmm. successful Arteta could be immediately. And he went and did what, um, you know, not a lot of people expected, which is to actually win a trophy uh, after coming in December. So, like, it's insane that he won the FA Cup. And um, obviously, I I, I really enjoyed that, uh, that we won that. Uh, have to have to confess that I did fall asleep in the middle uh, of the game. I don't know. I didn't, never thought that, that that would happen, but uh, it was just one of those days where like it was a super long day, and I turned on yeah. the game, and as soon as halftime hit, I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a. Sw-. And then I woke up <laughs> a little, a little, <laughs> yeah, just a little. And then I woke up. It was like 9 p.m. and I woke up to a text from my boss congratulating me. So that's how I knew we won, and then I, and then I watched everything back. Um, but at least we won, and that's the important thing. Yeah, um, exactly. Which means exactly. we get to face Liverpool in the Community yes. Shield. Um, so I mean, obviously, I, w- how do you feel about that? How how are you are you scared? Are you uh, are you confident? Are mm. you uh, excited? What, how how are you feeling about sort of like facing Liverpool? Because you you actually like you beat us last time we actually played together. You beat us two one. Oh. We ran you off that pitch. But you beat us. Oh two yeah, one. we did. That's fun. <laughs> well, to be honest, like every community shield we played um, has been an, after an FA Cup win, and we've always faced the uh, the league cha- challenger. So it's always mm-hmm. uh, a game that you think you're going to lose, just by virtue of the fact okay. that you know the, the league is probably fair, fair to say the league's a bit harder to win, and, and the FA Cup, yeah. even though it's a cup competition, and that's different. But um, no, like I'm excited. I like I like I'm excited. It's it's the strange community shield because it's like probably the fastest turnaround for a community shield we ever had. Uh, yeah, just by virtue cool. of like what happened this year. It's been the craziest <laughs> year in the history of all, all sports. Um, and um, yeah, I think I'm just excited to see like um, if if any either team has made a lot of changes, if any, uh, if there's changes tactically or not, if there's changes personnel wise or not, whether or not that means anything, all that stuff I want to I'm interested in. Um, the result doesn't really mean that much to me, if I'm honest. Uh, I'm one of those people who kind of thinks it's like half a trophy, but whatever, <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm just excited I mean, to watch the game. I mean, technically, 
Yeah. Technically, it is. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you win it, it's a trophy. It's not a trophy, exactly. If you win, it's a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's something that. I mean, city, yeah. city didn't. City included that in. Yeah, their, yeah. They, they their, make a lot of jokes about that. <laughs> that's what I was. Formidable. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pep Guardiola jokes about that, uh, about it being actually three <laughs> or not four. Um, but the, the actual Man City um, um, president, uh, obviously, and I forgot his name. Uh, uh, Khaldu- oh Khaldu- no! Wait, not is it? Not is is the guy who runs shit like on a day to day basis. Yeah, him. Basis, yeah, yeah. Like the, hey, man, that's what I'm talking the about. The big guy is the sheikh back in. No, no, Khaldun Mubarak. The then he's the one who's like always adamant that it's four, it's four trophies. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. To, fair play to him. It is. It is. It is a trophy by definition. So, um, as he wishes, as he wishes. Do you think that Liverpool will um, will field a different team? Do you, uh, have you lost players since uh, you've last played? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, we we lost. I think we so, uh, we sold Lovren. That's which you'll you'll, you'll went, understandably ha- be happy about. Uh, I mean, I I I wish him well. Yes. <laughs> I wish him well in yeah. all his endeavors. And he listen. He he went to Russia. He went to Russia and he won a trophy with his first game. Hmm. Like he actually won a trophy in his first oh, game. Oh really? I I have a feeling he might have scored in the second game that he played. <laughs> So, like, I'm I'm happy for Dayan. I yeah. I'm like there's the, they obviously like created all that content, uh, bet- like when he was leaving, sort of like with Salah, sort of like giving him a, a nice send off message, yeah, and the bo- like Klopp also giving him a nice send off message. So I think it's sort of like that, is sort of like it it showcases the culture you have in in the team, mm-hmm. where where a lot of people were probably sort of like really happy about like Lovren leaving hmm. it's the manager and sort of like the the general feeling of how they send off a player showcases what type of culture that uh, they have in there so yeah. like on the outside you have like people cursing and like saying Lovren needs to leave and blah 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 and all of that but when you look at it sort of like and it's important for the club to put out this message because and this content because it affects sort of like how fans see things, how fans uh, relate to certain players. Um, so when the when the club puts out a sort of like that that message through content of like, thank you, Dayan, you've been a great servant. You've been uh, you've seen some highs, uh, and they only focus on the highs. It makes it sort of like it changes the narrative slightly to a more positive note. And you then remember the player in a, on a more positive yeah. note, and that that I think is really, really important in terms of how a club conducts itself on social media. Yeah, uh, for sure. And I think it, it it you can see it sort of like affect the fan base a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Arsenal are actually doing a really good job with with their social media and sort of like trying to change the the culture uh, online. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you're never going to change Arsenal fan TV because they're just yeah. like. <laughs> They've gone to a certain like way, and yeah. they're sticking to it. Yeah, they're but, trying. Like, the like, club <laughs> has changed it. Yeah, like Robbie, Robbie from AFTV, like who's the owner, like the founder. He's yeah. trying, I think, to be less um, uh, less aggressive. Yeah, let's say or or inflammatory. Yeah. Uh, but he yeah. still has DT and all the other guys and troops or whatever who are gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. So I like I, I used mean, to I used to give him yeah. I used to give him a lot of hate or like I used to be like come on man you, you you're supposed to love Arsenal you're not supposed to shit on them all the time. Yeah. And then I'm like now I'm like I feel like you know like you you're, you're fully within your rights to make a business you're fully within your rights to try and earn a living. Uh, yeah. If you think that having people do that is going <laughs> to make you more money, I don't blame you. You know if you need to feed your family and all that blah blah. So I, and now that he's actually trying to himself at least as the one person in the team in the. The organization who tries to tow like yeah. a more reasonable line, I, I respect that, um, yeah. and I think they had an incident a couple weeks ago or like last month or the month before, where someone in their live broadcast said something insensitive. It's like, of course, because <laughs> like, like, that's <laughs> you know, it's not a very uh, PC it, uh, PC uh, stream, is it? <laughs> was it? I think it, it. I saw something about that. Yeah, uh, I saw someone complaining about it on Twitter. Uh, was it the? Was it United game? It was someone went down injured from the opposition team and like they were all sort of like watching it together mm-hmm. and someone said something that wasn't that wasn't really yeah, uh, okay yeah, but yeah. I, I like i couldn't really hear it yeah me neither but like there was a lot of backlash on tw- uh, yeah. on twitter about it i think he wasn't yeah. in the the guy who said it i think was not in the fa cup final live stream so you could ah, okay. you, you can uh, 
<laughs> so actually, I wanted to talk about, um, well, since we're still talking about um, Liverpool community for a second. Shield. Yeah, Community Shield. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts yeah. on Firmino? Because, you know, people are very divided on him. There's publicly, you guys have been going to, to kind of get a replacement for him, you know, in Werner, but then that didn't work out for you. Um, what are your thoughts on him? Do you think he's good, first of all? Do you think he's he's not good? Yeah. Do you think you need a replacement? Yeah. Who do you want the replacement to be? Realistically, who do you think it will be if there is one? Um, Bobby, I think, is... He's one of my favorite players on our team. He is literally one of my favorite players on our team. And he... Like, opposition fans don't see what he does for the team. And Klopp has stated several times before that... I'd, like, I'm not expecting Bobby to score a zillion goals this season. That's that's not his yeah, job. Exactly. But he, he did mention it when, uh, I'm trying to remember if it, it was around the uh, Club World Cup time. And he'd gone a bit, like, a bit cold on the goals. And Klopp, and he, he'd come back from the Club World Cup and then scored, like, he sco- obviously scored the winning uh, goal in the final. Mm-hmm. And then when we came back to England, he scored again. And I think he scored two goals in that game. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but we need to check. Um, but he ran he ran over straight to Klopp and hugged him and, and all of that. Yeah. And Klopp then spoke about it the, after the game. And he said, yeah, Bobby had come to me and he was he was a little bit down. He, was, he hadn't scored for a few games. And he, he was saying, like, uh, I, I don't know what uh, what's wrong and blah, 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 and all of that. And basically Klopp said, I, all I told him was, listen, I... I don't, I don't want you to put pressure on yourself. I don't expect you to score uh, all of these goals in, in one season. Your job is very different to the goal scorers in the team. And it, it is exactly that. When you look at Bobby's, um, when you look at Bobby's heat map yeah. of the games that he plays, you can see exactly what his role is. You can see him dropping back from that number nine position. He's sort of like a, he's a false nine, basically. Yeah. So he's, he drops back into midfield. And depending on the team, obviously, that either it pulls the, the defense with him or it causes like a little bit of space for basically Sadio and Mo to, to like yeah. jump in from the wings and get their goals. So if it wasn't for him, I honestly believe uh, Sadio and Salah mm-hmm wouldn't wouldn't be getting uh, exactly. getting close to the numbers yeah, that they're and getting. he's making like decoy runs you know he's he's linking up play Absolutely. he's doing everything like people who don't think he's, he's good like you obviously don't watch the games because like it's not just about man uh, he's yeah. such he's such a flair player yeah. like he the, all it like he's he's got everything he's got the tricks he's got the the and he's such a happy player he like you watch him and you're just like one of his idols is uh, he said this, but I can't remember where I read this before, but what, he said this before that one of his idols is uh, Ronaldinho. And mm-hmm. you can just see it in the, in the way he plays. Mm-hmm. The way he plays is, is all about just like, I'm doing this just for the enjoyment of it. I, I love football and I'm, I'm doing flicks, I'm doing tricks. I'm, I'm, after I score a goal, I'm celebrating like a madman. His celebrations are some of my favorites in yeah, the Premier League, very, by the way. Very, <laughs> like he's, very, uh, he's a madman. Focused, he's yeah, a passionate. fucking madman and I love it. <laughs> yeah yeah i like him too to be honest like uh i think half the people who say he's not good would have him on their team in a heartbeat absolutely um, and look no they wouldn't they wouldn't because they don't see it they don't see what he brings not. to the team and that's the thing yeah. um and i'll tell you one thing about like you said you mentioned uh verner mm-hmm. i think verner is a fantastic talent i haven't seen enough to merit a 50 60 million transfer fee like every time I've watched Werner, I think, all right, he's 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 a really good player, but he lacks like there's something lacking in the in his style of play. In like, I don't know what it is, but I just don't see him as a world class player. I think he has a lot of potential. He's a very uh, good player. He's very fast. He's very like he has he has a lot of attributes mm-hmm. that you would want in a striker and. Obviously, he's he's been banging them in in, in Germany uh, for like I don't know how long. He's been getting insane numbers. Um, yeah, exactly. But every time I've watched him, there's just been something that's a little bit off. That that I'm like, you know what? I'll be okay if he doesn't come. I, yeah. I'll be completely fine with it. 
when there when the news was like coming in about like Loa him coming to and Klopp wanted him and blah blah and all all of the news was sort of like basically saying that he was he was gonna come to Liverpool. I was like, okay, I'm fine with it as long as Klopp wants it. Any transfer basically for me is if Klopp wants it to happen, it'll happen, mm-hmm. and I I am 100% behind him because I was I was very convinced that he would make a world class player out of Werner. Oh, for sure. A, you've got this this sort of like the German connection, so mm-hmm. you have that sort of like already. Um, they sort of vibe together. They know For each sure. other in, from that sort of sense. It's not just that. Like, the German league plays a style of football that's very, very similar to what Liverpool does. Like, yeah. Liverpool has... Yeah. You know, even though, like, Guardiola's like the... You know, you could say he's the first manager who really brought in the idea of press... Or not the idea of pressing, but he really had teams that really overwhelmed people on counter-pressing. Yeah. Um, Klopp's gegen press seems, like, miles ahead of it for some reason. Like, it just seems like he's he's because it's he's from germany and because he plays in a league where everyone plays that way like literally every team plays yeah. that way it's different like the, the um so ter- warmer warner would have come into like a system and a, and a boss that is very much similar to what he was doing um, and yeah. so he probably would have done really really well uh he might not have, he definitely wouldn't have played bobby's role like he wouldn't have played the firmino role you know you i know? think he was coming in for a different role yeah. like i think he was coming in to sort of like provide but get him behind, a different, yeah, different guy. Yeah, uh, uh, sort of like a, whenever, whenever, sort of like the the system with Bobby wasn't working, like maybe you could bring on Werner and sort of like change it up a little bit. Like I was, I was thinking he would be going for sort of like a, a say a four, um, how, four, a four two three one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'd still have the same, the same, uh, what's it called, the same three. That you have now, you just have Werner on top. So you of it. think you would play Bobby and Cam, Firmino and Cam? That'd be good. Exactly. Mm. Well, speaking of so that, cams, that was basically how I was. Like, yeah. Mm. Speaking of p- players who might play in Cam, uh, Arsenal yeah. signed William on a free from Chelsea, and uh, yes. I think a lot of Arsenal players, uh, you know, might be underwhelmed by it for whatever reason. But when <laughs> I and I was probably underwhelmed by the idea of it, but I get it. Like if you live in London, you you wouldn't want to move. Just just get him to cross the other yeah, team. It's yeah. fine. Uh, but when I when I read when I read that uh, Arteta might actually use him as a number ten, now I got interested because I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Now this is interesting because he has the definitely has the technical skill. He has the vision. He has. Uh, he might not have the speed to play wing, but he definitely has the speed to play number ten. Um, yeah. So I'm interested in in whether or not that he plays in the Community Shield first of all, because that would be really cool to see uh, mm-hmm. see him st- if he starts the game or if he comes on how he's used. Um, I'd yeah. be a bit underwhelmed if he just plays as a winger. Uh, all season or that game um but i'd be interested to see what arteta, arteta does for sure we still haven't signed mm. Aubameyang, by the way um so we're still waiting you have is he does he have a year left on his contract yeah or is he it's like one of those, of, one of those yeah, yeah well, it's one of those things uh, where we have to tie him down this summer yeah yeah yeah. Um, it's the same as uh wijnaldum as well wijnaldum there's talk about wijnaldum leaving yeah i heard he wants to uh, go to the coleman wants him in barcelona is that what i'm hearing yeah 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 coleman's been trying to convince him to go to barca and like Loa, it's just uh like i would rather i would rather just like keep him and bring in tiago man <laughs> just like just bring it all bring them all in bring them I all know, in i know but he's like yeah even though he's good Bayernaldum, like he is he is a, a guy that you could you could replace you know he's yeah, good definitely but you Look, could definitely sell him and then get, get in tiago you know and you'd probably be fine Sure, yeah, but I mean, for me, look, the only thing for me that, that's sort of like, that's really sad is because Wijnaldum is such, like, I love him, I love him, he's, he's been one yeah. of our best players for like, ever since Klopp came in, like we bought him on, we bought, I think Klopp bought him for 25 million uh, from Newcastle, the year they, they got relegated, the year Newcastle got relegated, mm. yeah, yeah, so he has been such a great player for the club he he basically took the took the barcelona game by the neck scored two goals after coming on at halftime and just like you know went went rogue on them um but on the other hand like you know i i can also see it from the perspective of of a player uh this is this is a player who's sort of like he's basically won everything with us right now except for the cups obviously but like who cares um but he he's won all the important stuff. He's won the the league. He's won the Champions League. He's won the did he win the 
no, he didn't win the Europa League, but like, who cares again? Uh, but he won the the Club World Cup. He's won the the European Super Cup. So it's yeah. like you know, Which you've it, yeah. you've contributed enough, and you've you've done enough to to merit like whatever move you want. Like if he wants to move, if he, for example, his family might want to move. His family might want to go to a sunnier place. They might want might want to move to Spain. Uh, Coleman might have might have some ideas. Uh, where he's replacing Busquets with Vinaldum. I mean, who knows? Maybe. Uh, if he wants a new challenge, so be it. I I would not stand in his way at all. I hope he he does well because he he's absolutely a stand up guy and deserves all the all the good and uh, all the good well, he deserves. Yeah, that, all the good he really gets. Good. <laughs> really nice words from you. I um, so hopefully he um, either finds his, his place in Barcelona or stays with you. We'll see. It, it occurred to me, though, that while you were talking, you could have been talking about someone else, um, which I think we'll move on from the Community Shield now, because mm. like the majority of what you said could apply to Lionel Messi. Uh, and that's how I think of it mm. when I think of Lionel Messi, right? I think of it like, come on, just let him go for, for, for already, you know? Like, yeah. he's done everything and more. Like, he's done everything three times. Like, just let the guy go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, come on. So, <laughs> so we, like, I, we're, we're saying this because it just came out, like, I think yesterday or maybe the day before at, at the most that Lionel Messi was it, yeah, told that he wants to leave Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's, been, it's been sort of, like, floating around for the past maybe two or three days, Fallon. Yeah. Uh, it just sort of, like, really, really solidified uh, and became a, a lot more concrete, uh, I think, today, maybe last night. Mm. Um, but like, it's I, I mean he is again he's he's another player who's sort of like he's given his life literally to to the club yeah, literally, yeah, literally given literally. his life to the club. They took him from like they took him from uh, Argentina and they 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 like brought him up from a young boy to to what he is right now to basically being the best player in the world, and he's helped them win countless things. So if he wants to leave, just let him leave. Or replace the board with someone who will appreciate him properly for the last two, three years in his career. Mm-hmm. And and build it, like, not build a team around him, obviously, because that's Kalos. It's over. Uh, yeah, it's over for him. I mean, it's, it, he's that's got the thing, two, three like, years left in him. This is my, my, my main uh, take on it, is, like, if you're Barcelona right now, you shouldn't be uh, you shouldn't be uh, be panicking. You shouldn't be upset. You shouldn't be like, oh, yeah. woe is me. It's like, no, no, no. Like this is like, you've had all of your cake. You've eaten it too. Yeah. Now don't be greedy now. Like every, there's no set dynasty that lasts. Now forever. you're just dropping it all over the floor now. You're no, just but that's fine. All over the yeah, floor. But that's fine. Like what I mean, <laughs> exactly. But what I mean is like, they have to. You have to. You have to. As an organization, you have to know like when to let go. Like the Chicago Bulls. Absolutely. You know when they let go of uh, Jordan and Pippen yeah. um, and yeah. Rodman that was probably too early right they just they, yes. they were just like fuck you we don't want to pay you and uh, but now <laughs> Barcelona wants to do the opposite they want to hang on to this guy for too long it's like you've done everything yeah. you could as an organization it's time to rebuild from scratch you know let this yeah. legend leave on a high on a, as high a note as he can and go yeah. chase uh, some other glory like if I was Messi you know I'd be bored by now I, I was surprised this hasn't happened already like there was a moment maybe three years ago when there were whispers about this and he stayed and I was surprised yeah, that yeah. he stayed I was really surprised it was Chelsea wasn't it it was what I think it was Chelsea maybe yeah maybe it was I, I, I have a feeling it was Chelsea when uh, when it was three years ago hmm. but like you know uh, it's it's just for me you have like as the board of Barcelona you have Two options. A, they've they've already brought in uh, Coleman. Yeah. Uh, which is which is a smart move. So uh, it's like a, in, uh, a steady the opinion. ship, steady the ship higher kind of. Exactly. You bring in a you bring in a, a legend of the club. Uh, fans are already sort of like they have that connection with him because he's a legend. Uh, he's a decent manager. I, I like him as a manager. He's he's good tactics. Uh, decent style of play. Uh, given the right players, he, he can make a good team. Um, but I think Coleman, if he's going to choose, like if they're going to choose to, to keep Messi, Coleman needs to sort of like speak to Messi and make sure that he understands that right now I need you to be the leader of the team, continue to be the leader of the team basically, but also help the younger players in the team and elevate them. So basically, he need like if he were to stay at Barcelona, I 
need to like I would basically put him in the role of Ronaldinho when Messi was just coming out. So Messi needs to be that role model for someone like Ansu Fati, for example. Mm-hmm. Like Ansu Fati is a brilliant talent. He's an he's a scary talent. He's really good, but he needs he needs sort of like that that guidance. He needs to have someone like. Ronaldinho with Messi, yeah, so that he can reach the heights that he he can reach. Yeah, but like if you're Messi, um, if you're Messi and and you're sitting in front of Coleman and he says that to you, you're thinking like, hey, listen, dude, I've done this uh, for all of the Ansu Fasties that have come through here, and it's time for yeah. me to fucking <laughs> like, I'm, I'm over, I'm over this, I'm over this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, like, I mean, I get it. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm all for, by the way, the 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 move to. Him moving away from Barcelona. Who do you think, who do you think it, could could actually afford this guy? First of all, I mean, look, this is this is gonna get really messy. I think it's gonna get really really messy uh, between between. Uh, I, I just realized that I used messy to, to describe <laughs> this, this, the whole situation, but like, really yeah, messy, it messy. is a messy situation between Messi and Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's just gonna get messier because I they right now what I understand is that. They, the clause that Messi is relating to in his contract that he can leave uh, on mm-hmm. a free, that apparently, set, like the wording of it is is not really obvious, not really clear. It says at the end of the, like he's allowed to activate that clause um, at the end of the season. So Barcelona consider the end of the season to be a certain date whereas Messi considers the end of the season to be another date of course so it's basically going to be a, a little bit of a, a a court battle i think of course yeah yeah because all these contracts you know, yeah all these contracts have have um, I, I i i tried to articulate it before as like trap doors or loopholes and yeah. but you could also think of it as like double speak you know like the politicians do or you know like they're saying something yeah. but they're also saying something else it's like all of these all yeah. corporations do that too you know like so yeah, all, yeah, yeah, half of, you know that's, <laughs> that and i hate this shit you dude i hate when a corporation <laughs> or uh tries to pull the wool over someone's eyes uh by by literally presenting and people do this to us all the time in marketing yeah. and stuff uh by literally trying to present to us that something you know costs zero but then you look at the fine print and it's like 0.99 for the first month and then $300 for the next six months or whatever it is. Uh, but this is like the same thing. It's like if, if, you're, yeah. if you're an organization and you know for a fact that a player or the player's representation is misunderstanding something because you've written it to be misunderstood. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, this is like this kind of shit that, that lawyer, like lawyers have, have ruined uh, much of, of, you know, of these negotiations with. It's like Absolutely. everyone's always trying to... To say something else while they're saying one thing and so no that doesn't surprise me at all like uh, that that would be a, a deliberation that has to be sorted out yeah definitely 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 i like uh for me like look it's it's just it's just sad to see him like leave on a on such a terrible note like mm. you would like this is this is basically like the biggest biggest transfer news in our lifetime probably like i i highly doubt we're gonna see sort of like a bigger transfer story than this if it happens obviously um but i think just just it's it's on a, i was just thinking about this today actually it's it's on a, a similar it reminds me of when stevie left us like when stevie wrapped up his his career and headed over to america his last game was a 6-1 defeat to stoke in the yeah league. you said that and it was just like it's the same thing, you know. It's yeah. it's just so sad to see legends leave a club on a sour note, and like at this point, I, I don't know. They're, they're like Barcelona just playing hardball with Messi, and, and and it's just like this. This is the best player in the history of the game. You're fucking fucking around with, and it's just like what, like how? Yeah, yeah. How? Just, like give him what he wants. He's he's given you blood, sweat, tears, yeah, joys, elation, bad times, good times. Yeah. Just, just let him leave, man. Just yeah. let him leave. Like, let him pursue whatever he wants. Exactly, man. Exactly. Um, really, really funny. Like it's ironic because like they're they're a club that's um, they run things. You know, training run from a tra- from a team perspective very holistically. You know, they yeah. pre- they preach that a lot. Um, 
you know thinking of people not just as you know as as one dimensionally you know there's more to people than 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 the whole is more than some of its parts you know uh, making sure yeah, your, exactly. pl- your players are, are taken care of in, in all aspects and trying to have a harmonious yep. harmonious atmosphere in the club and stuff so they preach all the right stuff at that level but then when money gets involved uh, all that stuff kind of goes out the window you know <laughs> and in, course, in pretty much every like... organization <laughs> exactly i mean capitalism capitalism is, yeah, is. Um, runs everything <laughs> exactly exactly well um i mean the cup the only names that i've heard floated around are like psg and i've heard man city in there don't don't see that yeah don't see that though but that's the only two really like who else could like in england let's t- talk about the uk not even like the uk mm. who could realistically afford messi how much do you think that he would fucking cost like 200 million or is he is he over that One, Look, 150 I mean, is the... he 150 now <laughs> is he 100 only now because he's old what is it <laughs> i mean I think does he? I can't remember. Does he have a? Is he also one of those players who has a year left on his contract, or does he like have a fucking lifetime contract with, with Barcelona? I can't, I can't remember what. I his, mean, I'd be surprised. I don't think he has. A, I mean, I don't even know anything. But I'd be surprised if they would let him have a year left at any point. So I'm I'm sure he has yeah. like a long term yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, either way, do the research on that. But whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, either way. I mean, what I, like the numbers that I'm hearing are insane because he has like a. What is it like a half half a half a billion half a billion like euro release clause or something like that? Oh, Ronaldo, is it, is Ronaldo's. It yeah, it's half. I think it's half a billion. But at, at the same time, like Ronaldo's uh, Ronaldo's release clause in, at Madrid was like one billion, <laughs> but like Juventus ended up paying like a hundred million. So like, yeah. So these weird, these figures it? are just sort of like a lot, especially in Spain. Like they just like. They go, they go like fucking crazy with their with their release clauses, and it's just like, yo, no one's gonna ever pay that. But yeah, obviously, but they're, when obviously they're moved, very paranoid. <laughs> exactly, yeah, absolutely, they're paranoid. But plus, haven't they time, heard? Like, haven't they learned from Liverpool? If someone breaks your release clause, you don't even have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Especially if it's so only what, one pound over. <laughs> exactly. What What are they smoking over there at the at the Etihad? Exactly. But yeah, I I think. City is is where he's going. Really, I'm pretty convinced City is where he's going. Oh, I would hate that. <laughs> I would love that. I I am all for Messi coming to the Premier League, man. Really, no, I would hate it to Pep. be City. I would hate it to be. I want but, it to be I mean, Arsenal. Yeah. Like I mean, Arsenal. I, I mean, yeah. You know, we but could let, on, sell, sell the whole sell the whole first team. I don't care. Just just get Messi. You actually. Hold 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 on hold on. I will send you I will send you a tweet because you need to, you need to see this. <laughs> Is it him in the shirt? Because I've seen it and I fell in love with it immediately. No 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 no. Okay. No, no. Not that not that. <laughs> but man, I mean, City City obviously is the obvious choice. So the only team that would put up the money. Uh, yeah yeah absolutely. I mean, it just makes. I read something to like something just today that said City are actually planning sort of like a three year deal, where he would eventually move on to uh, the MLS oh, of with. Yeah, it makes their, sense. Their sister comp, their sister mm. club, which New is uh, New York. Yeah. So that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, say, he comes, he comes to the Premier League for say two years. Guardiola stays because, like, hey, I've got Messi, uh, and then maybe he, maybe Pep leaves. Uh, Messi goes to New York. Uh, Pep goes wherever i'm convinced I, I messi could really play play in the mls uh from from age 40 to age 50 with like little little yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> messi messi could like messi could run the the, the mls for like a good 10 years yeah. like hands down yeah yeah hands down like he he makes a mockery of like the the some of the the like the the world's best players so can you imagine him like in the states <laughs> oh no, that would be unreal. Like even yeah, if if he goes, even if he goes there when he's forty, he would he would decimate. It would be comical. Like it would be comical. Oh, the shit he does, like <laughs> it's it's like oh, it's you know, like he he solves problems you didn't even know were there to be solved. This like yeah, that, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like I I keep trying to think like what is what is the best thing about him? You know, what's the best thing that he mm-hmm. has? And obviously, like uh, people say, his dribbling is his best attribute, and I think it is. Yeah. But like, what about his dribbling? And you know, and I think he is the has the best relationship with time, of any other player, um, mm. time and slash timing, you know, because yeah. he has like the cojones 
to wait <laughs> until the defender is like literally like three millimeters from the ball before he's like, yeah. no, you're not getting it, you know? And yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the genius. It's like, it's, it's like wait, it's the patience really that he has to be like, come on, come on, try and get it. And yeah. then he just goes around. It's like, I love it. In. And he does that in hyperspeed around three people. Oh my God. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. No, no, no. He's, he's just like, it, it's like he's, it's like he's, he lives in slow motion. He sees, he sees, yeah. he plays in slow motion. Exactly. Like yeah. his mind sees like everything just like slower so he's able to just like flit around everything everyone just like okay this is gonna happen this is gonna happen this is gonna happen i need to do this this and this and this and that's it it's done for him yeah <laughs> like it's, how do you see this how do you see that and this is you uh, did i tell you about about mo's experience when he went to the went to the new camp Mm-mm. no so mo mo went to the new camp uh it was last year at some point yeah end of last year i think and he went to like catch a game and, and all of that because like he loves uh he loves messi he loves barcelona and all of that uh even though he's he, like they're his second team he still he still supports arsenal oh, okay but like it, uh, but like <laughs> barcelona is his second team yeah because, like, I, i'd probably i'd probably say they're <laughs> They might be my second team. They weren't. Look, they weren't. They were until Fabregas. All right, and they. So now I don't. And have And then one. you were like, "No, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck that. Exactly. You don't get my support." Yeah. Anyway, what? what else? But yeah, what happened? What? Like one of the things that he he realized, like while he was watching, he was on. Uh, he was on the like the part in the stadium where he was sitting. He was on the side that was on Messi's wing. Um. Uh, attack so he was Messi was attacking mm-hmm. where Mo was sitting basically right, right right so he was he got really close to sort of like see Messi up close and how he like navigates himself and how he sort of like conducts himself on the pitch uh and he was like the first like the first few minutes I was really frustrated because like he was just standing there and watching I was like yeah he does that <laughs> and we started talking about sort of like how Messi is he he sort of like he takes 10 minutes in the beginning of the game to just sort of like analyze um, what's happening on the field and how players are moving and how sort of like the ball is moving and how the other team is sort of like passing Reacting, and yeah. getting the ball across to, diff- to all their different players. So when he sort of like takes that 10 minutes, he's then able to, to sort of like make better decisions in yeah. the match because he knows he's, he's taken the time to sort of like study. Okay, this player does this, this player does that. So I can probably get around him that way. And it goes back to also something that I recently read um, about Guardiola and how he he demands of his players that they face the pitch a certain way. So when they're waiting for the ball, basically, yeah, they need to look a minimum. Actually, no, it wasn't. I saw. Uh, yeah, it was Guardiola, but I'd seen it in a in an article on Squawker uh, analyzing one of Thiago's performances um, in the Champions League after they, after they went back to that. But it's basically Thiago, um, I think they were calculating the amount of times a player scans the field before receiving the pass yeah. and how that affects the pass following. That, following. Yeah. And it was such an interesting um, yeah. Sort of like article to read in terms of numbers and in terms of uh, what some of these players are expected to do on the on the field. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you were sort of like I was sort of seeing like a lot of players who were sort of like taking four, five, six looks before they received the pass. They were getting like higher um, higher percentages of forward passes after that that would get that would basically um create chances create chances yeah yeah, Yeah, i think that was that was the actual uh that was the actual stat but i'll find the i'll find the article and send it to you but it was super super interesting and it just shows you like the way that guardiola operates and the way that messi operates and the way sort of like all of these la masia exactly uh, players operate yeah i mean i took their um i took sorry i took their um the courses like La Masia's yeah. uh, methodology is now basically available online for people who want to buy their their courses. So I did because I was like, okay, mm. I have to know, and and that's exactly what they mentioned. Like, um, they have a whole chapter on that on um, on what you can see as a player um, and what yeah. that means, um, and basically what kind of superiority you can have on a pitch. So you can have numerical superiority, right? So that's just mm-hmm. where in the zone that you're playing, there's more of your team. 
Uh, you can have yeah. qualitative superiority. That's where you know, like, if you're two on two, but you know that one of you is messy, so it doesn't matter who the other two people are, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and then it's like uh, positional as well. So all of these things go into 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 account. But then you also have to accurately map your the space. Um, and of yeah. course, it makes perfect sense. Like the people that map the space the best before getting the ball know exactly the the potential where the ball can go and then what can develop after that. Um, yeah. So no, yeah, like it's really interesting, like to me, because um, a lot of the things that you know Guardiola gets lauded for, it's like it's like stuff that um, is is now common knowledge, but it 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 really comes down to each individual coach and each individual like department um, as to yeah. what they focus on, um, how what what they really um, really want to emphasize as things uh, for the team to focus on, and then each player will have a weakness in a certain area, whereas that other another player won't. Um, and then you get into like higher levels of analysis where you can, you, you know, there, there's micro plane analysis, which is like literally analyzing what occurs in the, you know, two by two or five by five square uh, where okay. where players yeah. are taking each other on, you know. And then there's yeah. meso plane analysis, which is kind of like uh, what occurs laterally and horizontally um, uh -huh. in, in groups. Um, and then obviously the macro analysis, which is what we all most of most of most people do, because it's the easiest thing. Yeah. It's just to be like, oh, this happened and that happened. But that's just macro level. So there's like two levels underneath that. Um, mm -hmm. And so then it's up to the the club really to to figure out, okay, what players have what problems in which level of of the game, um, and yeah. how how can we 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 make that better. Um, so mm -hmm. a lot of the that goes down to analysts actually these days. Uh, to highlight which players need help in what areas because you know um whereas before like a coach would just have to do that whenever he had the time and and, and has to catch it um yeah. now all these these clubs have you know they're recording everything in real time so you have people that you employ and every game they they'll have a catalog of each event pretty soon everyone's gonna be on the same playing field in terms of knowledge and it's just gonna yeah. be about who, who how you execute and i think uh, i was talking to a coach here um, and I was asking him, like, what do you think is the most important uh, when it was to, in, in terms of success? Like, this was a successful young coach. And he's like, is it, yeah. is, it, is it the coaching time you spend on the training room? Is it the analysis time you spend in them uh, discussing what they've done? Um, well, you know, what is it? What is it that makes you successful as a coach? And he's like, recruitment. That's it. <laughs> you know? Really? Like, yeah, it's like recruitment. That's it. It doesn't even yeah. matter. Like, that's, and it's true. He's right. Because it doesn't even matter if you play like Mourinho is if you have a good players. You know, you don't have yeah. to play like Guardiola or club to win things. And he's right. Like, yeah. it really is just recruitment. So um, that was really eye-opening. Recruitment of players or yeah. recruitment of no, just no, in of general? Players. Like, you know, of players. it doesn't like to be honest, because he's right. Because it, it doesn't matter if you slack off. If you, don't, if you don't even have an analysis department, but you have 11 murderers, like you're going to win. Like, you know what I mean? Like, True. so he's right. He's right. Like, because I've been thinking about it when, when you're when you're like a... A coach or an analyst and you're young and you're like oh i, I want to be really good i want to make a difference i want to help the team win um and there's just, you do have to do your job at, uh, as much as you can to do, to have that happen but even if you yeah. did your job the best that you could possibly do it if you don't have the players it will not do anything uh, or it won't True. do enough it won't do True. enough to have you win the league you know yeah. um but i i that's why i like underdogs i like teams that are like that's the team that i had like we were basically we were last uh, and we finished third or something, and we were almost gonna finish. Oh, shit, we we're almost gonna win. Very it. Like, nice. Yeah, and I like, I like, I like, I like coming in and be like, okay, we have a bad. Uh, we're we're the bottom team. Let's let's in, let's yeah. improve this. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it, it stands true, like um, that recruitment is really is really really probably what really makes it and breaks it for yeah. people, which is probably I mean, why people want Messi. <laughs> so <laughs> true, true. But I mean, for me, for me, I think recruitment is important. Is important, yes, and like. You're speaking to someone who, who, like, our recruitment team is, has been exactly. banging out, exactly. like, fucking transfer after transfer after transfer that has been, like, perfect for us over the past four, three, four years, maybe. Michael um, Edwards, man. He, uh, he did it. Michael Edwards, man. He's a, he's a boss. He's a boss. Yeah. He, he, and he, he comes from a data background. Like, he comes, he, I'm trying to remember, was it, which, which company was it that, started off all of this or like the data analysis was it pro pro zone or pro sports or pro i can't remember what it was called but like he basically was one of the first data analysts that started yeah. with uh with that company at portsmouth yeah and he was with the, he was with harry redknapp when harry redknapp was at uh, portsmouth so 
So you're sort of looking at a time when Portsmouth were getting players like Soli Montari, uh, like I think they had Jermaine Defoe as well, they had Peter Crouch, they had uh, Nico Kranchar, uh, they had they had sort of players who were on the cusp of making it really, really good, or they, they were good for that team, like for yeah. what Redknapp wanted to do with that team. Yeah. And... I think also like, like what's um, Edwards was also like quite young at that time, so was still trying to get a grasp of what exactly, the, the yeah. system was could do and how it could help him. Yeah, he probably has uh, uh, his own business intel. Like basically, from I've 100%. I've been taking their the the another course on ta- on analysis now. So I learned very recently, like a couple of days ago, that data. So you have the data. There's three types of data basically that you can yeah. have. Um, there's um data clouds um and there's fuck it i forgot the first two the point is that there's a version of data called uh, <laughs> there's three versions that's yeah, what that's there's a version called business intelligence soft like data um and that's yeah. like the stuff that you know arsenal bought uh their the company that they that they incorporated into their into their club uh that's, that's mm-hmm. arsenal dna now um yeah. that's because that company will have had a software model that models mm-hmm. specific statistics that result in answers that that the teams value and those business intelligences are unique to each club basically um and they're basically licensed to that club to use um mm-hmm. and everyone's basically competing to find out who has the best uh business intelligence model stats wise that's resulting in mm-hmm. the best results um for them okay. so that's where like it's going it's like people are selling it's, it's still all obviously also ends up as tech you know people are selling yeah. the tech that will lead to when teams winning which is super interesting yeah you know um absolutely yeah um all right league champions league yes um i fucking love this one game format i fucking love it it's this one game format has brought out some incredible football and I am absolutely here for it, and I am so sad that it's not sustainable. Do you mean like this in the in the quarter and semifinals? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was wondering, like, I was watching the semifinal. I was like, is this one game or is this two games? Is it normally one game or is it normally two games? Yeah. It must have normally been one game then. But I guess I'm. I wrong. mean, I think they had they had a couple of games from the round of sixteen as well that were were sort of like one one uh, one game format kind of thing. Really. And it was just, it was but yeah, dude, the one game format's the best. That's why. That's why in basketball they say the best two words in sports is game seven. Yeah. Because it's the one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's the best. <laughs> exactly. You know. Exactly. Um, exactly. But um, PSG and and Munich made the final, and like after Lewandowski's campaign, like I mean, I didn't doubt that Munich were gonna win. And Munich were very very fucking good all season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I. Once those two got to the final, I was like, "All right, it's, it's Bayern's. It's absolutely Bayern's. It's there's yeah, no yeah. doubt about it." Yeah. Plus, plus those be. those. Paris don't have the balls for it. Paris do not have the balls for it. They're they're a bunch of like they're a bunch of kids. They're a bunch of kids. Working oh, they're for a, a fashion bunch of spoiled, brand, right? Absolutely, they're a bunch <laughs> of fucking spoiled kids, brats who are earning way more than they should be. Yeah. Uh, living in in a glamorous city, going to parties every fucking weekend. Well, obviously, I don't know if they're going to parties every weekend, but like, they they have like lavish parties every now and I'm again sure. at the expense of Neymar. Um, and it's just, my man, you can live your life, but like, put the effort in on the on the on the pitch. Yeah. Like, show that you actually care. Show some fucking balls. Show some like, actual. You know what? We're we're gonna do this. Yeah. But it got to a certain point and like I think it was around what 70th minute and Neymar was doing all these flicks and tricks and blah 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 and they were losing and like I can't remember it was it was at the point when um what did they, what what score did that game end as like one, uh, one nil. it was just Kings the Commons long goal that's it. it but right? that happens a lot like when you see when you get two really really good teams it, yeah. it, it always some happens a lot that it becomes like a really cagey game and and the uh, yeah, the yeah. the the quality kind of levels out at the highest level you know what i mean mm. so it looks like it's not a great game but it's actually just the kind of game you have to have when you respect your opponent so much that you no one wants yeah. to give anything away and i think that's what um someone said after the game i can't remember maybe it was davies but i mean I, 
it's, it's just like I it just pisses me off when when like players like Neymar are like yeah they're losing the game one nil, and just because it looks like they're not gonna win it, he starts doing all these like tricks and blah blah, blah to to like hopefully get his name sort of like oh did you see Neymar like if he had pulled off the tricks obviously you'd have gotten like oh shit. Look at look at this look at this video look at what Neymar did look at blah 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 look at that. it's just right, like right right so you're saying you, yeah you're saying he he, he pulled, tried to execute some some techniques or dribbles or whatever and he didn't pull them off and he's that pissed individualistic. you off he's individual mm. like he got to a point of the game where he started being really individualistic and you cannot do that in a Champions League final but you know you why cannot, he did that unless, is because he panicked and he was like I have to win the game. You know, isn't that, isn't, isn't that what everyone uh, says? If you're a big, great player, you have to perform in big games. So uh, what are you supposed to do then? But you need to take the right decisions. You need to like, he was, he was making all the wrong decisions and being individualistic. If you're going to win a game like that, especially against a team like Bayern, you need mm. to be a collective. You need to be uh, like a team together. You, you need to make sure you're passing the right passes. Like I was... I was watching. I was watching a, one of the, the Liverpool friendlies. Uh, I think it was yesterday, actually. Um, and we were just making like the team in the first half were just they were. I don't want to say lazy. They were just like ambling. They were. They were. There. There was no sort of like purpose to to what they were doing. Whenever they were receiving the ball, they were sort of like ambling on it. They didn't. It looked like they didn't know what decisions they needed to make and it looked like they like all of the passes were sort of like they were trying to play the difficult passes instead of simple but you know what that's passes. a symptom of like that's a symptom of a, of a team that's under pressure right absolutely so that shows me that Bayern. so how much is it you know this is an age-old question how much is it psg's fault or how much is it byron's byron's uh played well because they I think byron, they put them under that kind of psychological true. pressure right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah true yeah. true true yeah. And I, I like I I definitely agree with you. I think Bayern played to their strengths, but they also played on on PSG's weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Like they they made sure that they pressured them. They made sure that they they were like, you know what, we're we're not gonna make it easy for you. We're not gonna make exactly. it easy for you. And the Paris players are spoiled little brats <laughs> who want everything easy, and oh, who, well. who play and they play in a, they play in a farmers league. I'm sorry, but the, wow. the French league is a farmers league. So wow. no matter what anyone says, the French league is a farmers league that you're not going to get someone like Mbappe. Mbappe needs to needs to leave the, the French league if he's going to to Develop. be a world class player. Yeah. If he's going to be if he wants to be considered as one of the best players to have played the game, he needs to leave France. Yeah, you could make will, a strong argument eventually. for that because like each league presents its own challenges, you know, and if Absolutely. you uh, there's if you've mastered one league, it's Sometimes that's a sign that it's time to, you know, find yeah. something new. And maybe that'll happen for him if he moves. The same thing that might happen with Messi. Maybe could, because people always used to say, oh, can Messi do it in the UK? It's like, yes. Yes, he can. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> will he be asked I, to I do have... different things? Like, will he be asked to dodge uh, <laughs> ankle crushing tackles every weekend? Yes, he will. But he will he do it? Yeah. Yes, he'll, he'll do it fine. He'll be, he'll be fine. I mean, you know, but that's I, what we want to find out. That's why it's interesting to him exactly. as well. Because he wants to know. He wants to. He uh, wants to be I asked. So. You know what? He wants to be asked different questions. Fundamentally, that's what it yeah. is. You know, and then maybe Mbappe is not there yet. He's probably not thinking about that. But that's what you're saying. It's like, go ask he yourself some to. different questions if you're so good. You know, like. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, um, look, I am convinced Mbappe is either going to go to Madrid or Liverpool. Ooh, ooh. When? When? I would say next year, next summer. Ooh, you think Mbappe? I would say when when things have calmed down in terms of in terms of sort of like post COVID uh, mm-hmm. re- revenues, and yeah. you sort of like have a have a bit more of a better sense of what revenues are going to look like next summer. Mm-hmm. There might be there might be some movement for. But for you're going to be so you're going to be selling. I'm imagining this is like Mane goes to Madrid, for example. In this scenario, or or is it Salah um, going to Madrid in this scenario? I'm uh, look. I'm not sure um, because you also need to remember. I mean, I mean you have to sell two team. of the front three to fit him in. You have to sell two of them at least. I mean, we were we were gonna bring in Werner and keep 
our front three. So like, I don't know. I don't know if you would have if you would have brought in Werner, I would have been surprised if they wouldn't have sold Firmino. I would be surprised. Really? I would have been surprised. Yeah. I I would have been surprised if we had sold Firmino. Yeah, but I just feel like Werner is such an important the kind of guy you're gonna. Yeah, but he might he might have to be happy with like uh, the Giroud role, you know, like the. Because to me, to me, Werner comes in right away. But you know, really? that's just me. That's just me, though. But yeah. Interesting. No, I I would I would not replace Bobby for for anyone, man. Yeah, but uh, okay, not not Klopp anyone. Klopp like, that's th- not. Klopp, <laughs> Klopp, I'm sure Klopp thinks differently. You know, you know. Yeah. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he he's he's got um he's got an image of his mind in his mind of the team with Werner in it, or he did anyway. Yeah. Uh, who, yeah, yeah. Who, wait, we never talked about who who you could get instead, actually. But um, Mbappe is definitely would be a very very interesting player. Um, Mbappe, I think if we can, uh, also Mbappe is a Nike player, by the way. So, just which means, I mean, I'm just saying we just we our t-shirts are now made by Nike. And oh, we're you just like got a new of, Nike, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're part of we're we're now a Nike, Nike club. family. Cool. Exactly, we're Nike family. Oh, Wait, I need to hide this. Electric tape on that. Yeah, no, I've decided I'm gonna get the get the shirts at the end of the season when it's sort of like on forty percent off because I'm not spending like a fortune on yeah. merchandise and the shirts at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I would like to get the Adidas shirts. I mean, I like these Nike shirts when they came out, but they're actually shit. Yeah. And uh, but the Adidas, <laughs> the Adidas are like. They're blowing Nike and Puma out the water. First man, of all, Puma was like so Puma was like barf, like for the majority. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Puma yeah, did yeah. not did not even though like I Puma's was, material I was, is weird, man. Like the the tight the tight shirts. That's like I've never yeah, this loved one. Those. This was a Puma. It was terrible. The the yellow so, one, yeah. I, my sister yeah, brought yeah. this for me as a present. I love you, Hannah. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> the player very quickly became uh, someone we didn't want to just think about a lot, and the shirt itself did sure. not age well at all. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things but i like to have it there yeah. just as a reminder that you know life isn't perfect and just just deal true. with it true <laughs> but yeah man mbappe 2021 wow dude i wow. i look i thought it was gonna happen this summer uh but then obviously covid um so i think it'll probably probably happen because i think he's is he is he also like he's stalling on a contract i think he's one of those players that that has a year left on his uh, contract. Mm. Well, you know, uh, you'll have no option but to buy Mbappe if City buy Messi. I mean, I mean, that's exactly. the only response. Exactly. Know. Yeah. I, I would. I would. Can you imagine Mbappe under Klopp? Nope. Oh my God! I would. It sounds uh, like when you say that, it sounds. I, I just think TT. I just think Henri. Like, I just exactly that, that goal against Carragher. Like that'll just be happening every week. You know where he just exactly. goes all the way like around. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I would, I would die. Yeah, it expires in. Ooh, actually no. So is heading into the fight as he is in danger of club no When was this? Oh, they, oh, okay, okay. So yeah, he does have a track. He's got a year left on his contract. Oh really? Interest. Mm, yeah. His con. His contract expires. Wait, no, hold on. His contract expires. 30th of June 2022. So he's got two years left on his contract. Yeah, yeah, okay. But still, I mean, if you. So next. So next summer next would summer, be the time to sign him because that's when you would sign him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He'll, he'll be like one year left on his contract. Yeah, that's the if signing. If he's stalling year. on his contract, then. Make some that's, money. That's the, that's the AOK to, to like go ahead and, and make like, a bid. Wow. Well, that would be exciting, to be honest. I, I would die. I, I, I don't know what would happen to me. I would self-implode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. be It would be a hell of a transfer. It would be... Also, I will... Look, I keep putting like little pieces together because like Loa, because my mind is... is <laughs> that's the way my mind goes whenever... Like I'm, I'm very like... Loa. You know that gif where it's sort of like this guy standing on a wall of like little trying to put pieces together and string yeah, and yeah, between yeah. like so that yeah. I'm very like that in my mind when it comes to like you mean Charlie and football from, from It's Always Sunny have you not seen I have it so no oh, idea. you have to watch It's Always I've, Sunny I think oh, I've seen a couple of episodes of It's Always Sunny but I, like I don't remember yeah. that like I don't remember if he's that the guy from, from the meme there. I think it's from that it's okay from that, where he's like a mailman 
and he's trying to figure out uh, who's, who the male's for and shit. It's really funny. Oh, okay. All right. That, that's yeah. actually a really cool context. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. I get it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's basically me sort of like making like links with Mbappe and being like, you know what? He's, he's also he's a Nike <laughs> player and we're a Nike family and we're sort of like, okay. Yeah. And, and then James Milner has owned, is, is the number seven, but he only like, he's going to like, go in like a year because like yeah, he's yeah, quite yeah. old like yeah. i'm assuming he's gonna leave next year as well like milner is gonna be what 35 36 maybe no, next year leave, i think so he will leave freeing up the number seven shirt for mbappe of course yeah unless yeah, someone so else takes it things. you know unless one of the one of your team takes it just before mbappe comes you know like they do sometimes <laughs> that would be i mean I, i'd have I'd have That'd Coutinho back with, with the number seven shirt. Well, <laughs> he, I don't think he, he will, that. but I think we might have Coutinho. Um, I mean, I think we might. Oh, maybe look William, at, maybe William was our Coutinho plan B. Maybe that's possibly possibly um, like your plan B, sort of like with COVID revenues and whatnot. Yeah. Plus, Bukayo Saka is our seven, so we have our seven for for the future. <laughs> Bukayo Saka, a little chilly, I like maybe. Yeah, I, like I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Super good, player. Um, super good player. So Champions League finished. PSG's shit. Bayern's yeah. amazing. Done. Uh, <laughs> good conversation. <laughs> Very good conversation. I yeah. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for watching. This has been Balls on the Pitch, episode five. I'm Hassan Saif. And I am Karim Hussein. See you guys next time. Thank you again for listening and watching. Bye bye. See ya. Nice. <laughs>